put the tomato in the hole. All right. So you put the tomato in the hole. Now dig it up again. All right. And you dig it up again. He's just like beaming. He's like, now take the tomato and leave it outside of Tom Nook's house. Okay. So you take the tomato, you drop it outside of his house. He's like, okay, that's good. He's like, now what do you want to do? <laughs> it's just like the most random, like, it's totally like dealing with like this, this drunk maniac all the time who's just commanding me to do these crazy things, Animal Crossing. All right, welcome to Rated NA, the podcast for the website nerdappropriate.com. Uh, this is episode number 349, uh, and I definitely didn't have to check the notes to see what number it was. Uh, and I'm your host, Matt. And I'm Ash. And we've got... Hi, I'm Aaron. <laughs> yeah. Aaron's here, yay! It's been a while, Aaron. How are you? It, it has been a while. I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm as good as I can be, I think. I'm healthy. Yeah, let's drop a yeah. date, date here for the time capsule. It's uh, March 25th, 2020, and the bulk of our country is uh, locked down, <laughs> which is crazy. Yeah. So it, The it, whole it, country it, is recording a podcast right now. Yeah. Everyone's <laughs> figuring out how to get into podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> I think I made a joke about that, that I was like, can the network take the amount of podcasts about to launch right now? And online video games, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, it was enough yeah, to yeah. Prom- prompt us to uh, record one. <laughs> Lit a fire under our ass, like, we better do it's one so of good these. to see other people's faces. I know, it really is. It super is. We need to like just start doing these to be like, hey, you guys want to get lunch and talk and eat? <laughs> Can a, I watch you eat a like, sandwich? I, I have a nutty bar here, Matt. You want to eat a nutty bar? Oh, goddamn! These are hard to find now. There's like four left in my cupboard, and then that's it. Like, <laughs> oh god! Our, uh, I will say, our grocery stores. These are going to be the weirdest topics. Our grocery stores have been pretty talked, uh, like stocked. Like we really mm. haven't been too bad. I, I think that. So like all the panic buying in New York happened like oh almost two weeks ago at this point, yeah. and I think it's it's not calmed down by any means, but it's a little bit easier to go in the store and like get some stuff than it was two weeks. I think people are like oh right it's gonna keep like the stores keep restocking and they're like oh sure okay food will keep coming you know so uh, but it uh, I went to the grocery store the other day and it's my grocery shopping pattern is so weird now like I just kind of wander. <laughs> I like don't have a plan because half the time I don't even know if I'm really going to go to the grocery store and find anything. So then I walk in and I'm like, oh, and then I'm like, cabbage sounds nice. Like, I'm just like, <laughs> I don't even know why I'm grabbing half the crap I'm grabbing. Yeah. I, yeah. Right my, my plan has been like, I beeline it to the meat aisle and just see what's there. Because I, I have to admit, my my local stores here in L.A. have not been very well stocked. So it's Ooh. very much just like, what is the staple that I can make food around and then yeah. fill in the rest. Meat is not stocked at all. That is generally sold yeah. almost 100%. Chicken like just doesn't exist chicken. anymore, yeah, apparently. Chicken <laughs> just crazy. Yeah. I think everybody realized that's the only thing they know how to cook. I feel like there's a lot of people being forced, <laughs> in, especially in New York and probably LA, like people who never cook at home are all of a sudden like, oh crap, I have to like yeah. make food for days. <laughs> yeah. I was thankfully I had started this year trying to eat less meat. And so I've gotten used to working with a lot of the meat alternatives, which no one else seems to want to deal no, with. So yeah. that's kind of what I've been relying on. 
Yeah, we've been uh, we've been locked away. I think this was like day eleven since like we've left our neighborhood. We've walked around a bit. But we haven't gone to any stores, but we've had a couple Amazon Fresh deliveries. But it's like it's so crazy now because you'll fill a cart with Amazon Fresh, and they'll give you like three days full of windows. Um, and all the windows for the past like four days have just been completely filled. Like there's zero times available. So like the other day I checked at like 6 a.m. and there was like a 6 a.m. delivery window for the next day. I was like, take it. And lo and behold, oh they God. showed up at, they showed up at <laughs> 6, 10 a.m. with our yeah. groceries. It was crazy. Oh, man. Yeah. Those fresh tracks are delivery. Fresh tracks yeah. are delivery guy here and they are delivery service and they do uh, eight days at a time and it's eight days from 6 a.m. till midnight and they've sold out every single day is completely gone. When you get on the next day, it's like that the eighth day is, is all completely booked up. And last night I was putting holiday woke up at like midnight so I went to put her back down to bed and I was just like hanging out in the room. She was in her crib and I just like got my, I'll usually just like fart around on my phone. I pulled my phone. I was like, I wonder if the like days turn over at midnight on fresh direct. And I like opened it up and all the time slots were available for the, like the eighth day out on the list. I was like, huh, and I just like grabbed one. Yeah. <laughs> and then I just hit purchase on like what was truly like a three week old shopping cart that just, I don't even know what was in it. I just was like, get this it's fine and i checked it later and it was like jalapenos and a pork butt like it was just like <laughs> random crap. But, uh, i was like whatever desperate times desperate times um well let's do a quick rundown of what's gonna be on the show so we are gonna be talking animal crossing new horizons call of duty Warzone, which i can't believe i actually played but i did um <laughs> fire emblem three houses which i played way too much of lock and key ticket to earth uh grindstone which sounds so- like something very dirty which i <laughs> I can't wait to see what Grindstone's all about. And uh, Gaming by Color. So you're doing that again, which is super exciting. Yeah. So let's go ahead and dive into uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons. Oh, boy. Oh, man. A game that couldn't come at a better time. Seriously. This is like my entire timeline is this game. I never thought I would play an Animal Crossing game just because it was so it came out at a time where I was like already old and like yeah. I didn't feel like it was a game for me. I was like like an MMO strategy like FPS guy and like Animal Crossing hardcore, like dude. Yeah, I was I was I was so <laughs> hardcore. But it wasn't something that was really uh in my wheelhouse, but now I have a kid and I'm like, well, this is the perfect game to play with a soon to be 4-year-old. Because yeah. he understands like what everything is and gets excited about the the simplest, most mundane shit. Like, oh my god, a coconut just fell out of that tree, and he like is <laughs> super, super fucking excited about the coconut falling out of the tree, you know. Uh, and I was telling Aaron like he is like he's four, so his his logic is like broken. So like <laughs> he'll be like, Dad, dig a hole. So dig a hole. He's like, put put the tomato in the hole. All right. So you put the tomato in the hole and now dig it up again. All right. And you dig it up again. He's just like beaming. He's like, now take the tomato and leave it outside of Tom Nook's house. Okay. So you take the tomato, you drop it outside of his house. He's like, okay, that's good. He's like, now what do you want to do? <laughs> it's just like the most random, like it's totally like dealing with like this, this drunk maniac all the time. Who's just commanding me to do these crazy things. To Animal Crossing. <laughs> yeah, yes. who needs uh, in-game objectives when right. the kid has their own agenda? Right, you just have an agent of chaos forcing you through the game. So, how, how far along are you guys in Animal Crossing? I'm Aaron. day three. You're day three. Yeah, we just finished. I think we're day five. Uh, we mm. finished our museum. Have you guys built the museum yet? 
No, I'm oh, very. I'm day one. Oh, you're day one. Okay, you're way ahead of me. Okay. What a what a life to be day one. <laughs> yeah, I know. The world. Know. I've only been I've only been playing it like in my bed as I'm falling asleep, essentially. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's so I've funny. I feel uh, not left out, but there's like this feeling. I'm watching people online. They're posting about what their island looks like and i'm just like how far along are you yeah, like I, it's crazy i just got my house and yeah, yeah. there's like this feeling i don't i mean it's day by day it's in real time so they can only go so far so fast but well, people have been like i'm using finger quotes here people be pissed but they're cheating time by changing their system clocks what yeah this so is thing? this is a thing so they call it time skipping so all you animal crossing time skippers but you can actually go in and skip days by messing with your system clock so people that's how people have like mansions and fucking speedboats and stuff already that's <laughs> but, bonkers yeah wow. but actually uh in, since this is my first animal crossing it would have sound like a complete and total newbie here but i am so impressed with the amount of stuff there is to do Mm. And, and just how it has this, just like this really warm whimsy to it that just makes playing, uh, especially playing with like a young person, just like a real joy, like just going out and fishing, uh, is, is kind of soothing and fun and catching like a new type of fish and bringing it to like the, you know, to, to, uh, blathers and being like, what kind of fish is this? There's, there's something really kind of sweet and, and simple and fun about it, but there's also like the amount of design that goes into like laying out your house and what kind of wallpaper you want and like all the different outfits. Like there's so much building. And I hear later on you can actually terraform and like build hills and, and like, like, yeah, you can actually change the shape, alter your Island. Right. So I, I'm not there yet. I can't even get a ladder to like get up to the, (laughs) it's like Lincoln every day. Shaking trees for apples right now. So uh, at least you're, Every, How every... many wasps' nests have you uh, encountered? <laughs> oh, I got man. like stung five times my first oh, day. No. It was unbelievable. I didn't know you could get stung. Yeah, I got I yeah. got attacked by a tarantula too, which was terrifying. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, my yeah. my like ten word review of this game, which I don't even know, if, I didn't count the words, so that's not accurate. But is like it's the it's the Great British Bake Off of of cooking of like video <laughs> games. Yeah, like, it's, it's just, lovely. It's just yeah. such a nice like fun, not I mean somewhat relaxing, just like time you just get to kind of hang out in it you know i don't know yeah, it is yeah I, I mean i'm i'm acting like i'm jealous of people who are skipping ahead but at the same time i think what i love most about it is how slow it is and that i can log on and something's different every day and yeah. i can play for an hour and still feel fulfilled um yeah yeah that's yeah that, i didn't that's i the... didn't play the original one but i did watch uh scott uh r.i.p scott no he's fine but he's <laughs> There's so many things I can't joke about anymore and it really sucks. Like there's stuff that I really want to joke about that I can't anymore. Uh, and I'll talk about others offline. Um, uh, but yeah, so Scott played it really heavily. So did his wife, Jen. And, and, uh, I watched them play it like quite a bit, especially Scott. And it just seemed like such a fun, engaging game. Cause I didn't have the original one was out on, what did it come out on? Probably, uh, cube ds no. i think it was a ds game no no no. there was a console yeah. oh, it was okay weird that's probably was it it's probably know, either way i watched him play a bunch of it and it and it was just such like an endearing fun time and like now that i have a switch and i get to play i'm just like it, it's i feel the same Aaron. it's like i love that it's slow i love that i can just log in and start like 
puddling around and doing kind of whatever and I can make my weird ass looking character and yeah. what you know it's just like the did you guys the moment well maybe you not you ash but the moment i realized i could not make me in the game i was like well all bets are off now <laughs> <laughs> i have like gray pigtails and weird eyes and like i just was like i'm just making the weirdest character i can possibly come up with that's and I'm sort excited. of your mo with most games though you like you just go batshit because why not <laughs> <laughs> it's like a fake avatar for you in a yeah. video game. It is great. Yeah, I, I made uh, my 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 son is the character. So the town is called Lincolnton, and the characters Lincoln. So when all the characters talk to him, and I read for them. So it's become this kind of like cool bonding thing. And it's really cool because in the morning he wakes up, and every morning Tom Nook tells like what's going on in the town. Mm-hmm. He's been getting super excited to be like, "What's going to happen today?" And so we got the museum this morning, and like if you guys haven't seen the museum, it's like ridiculous it's it, <laughs> once you get the museum it's insane how large it is inside and it's like millions of years in technology beyond anything else in in the <laughs> island it's like this space museum it's, it's like lights everywhere and like chrome floors and giant fish tanks it's like amazing it's, it's super cool it's like it's uh yeah. it'll take you an hour to walk through the whole thing it's ridiculous I kind of I kind of always love when we all play a game like this um, when it comes out because not even whether we played together or we go to each other's islands or whatever, but mostly just because it like requires no actual review from this podcast because it's such like a zeitgeisty game that we can just be like, what a wonderful time we're all having. <laughs> just, like move on from talking about the game in any real way whatsoever, yeah. other than like we're all enjoying what a yeah, like my chest loosens as I play this game. It's just such a sweet, endearing game. Agreed. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I also I looked up so the first release of Animal Crossing was 2001 on wow. the Nintendo 64. Whoa. Okay. That's nuts. That tracks, yeah. Cuz I was like it couldn't have been Wii cuz I didn't live with Scott when the Wii came out, which is how I track time. <laughs> <laughs> Did I live with Scott that year? Uh but I was like god it had to be pretty early and it, there was there a GameCube version? I want to say there was, but uh sure. enhanced and reissued for the GameCube, yeah. There we go. Oh. Yeah. Nintendo re-releases all their stuff on all their consoles. Yeah. So I'm sure there's like a Game & Watch version out there somewhere. Make that cash. Yeah. <laughs> and I was hoping Scott would be here. His new his new giant uh, heavy metal beard would show up. <laughs> oh, has such a wizard beard. It's so great. Like, out of nowhere. He never it's posts pictures time. of himself. Yep. The other day, like he, he showed a picture of himself and he has this like bushy beard. I'm like, Scott, who are you? and jen and and his son the other day and it was like such a i was like dude your wizard beard you got to keep this thing going he's like i'm just gonna let it go as long as i can i was like hell yeah yeah, it's fantastic (laughs) um you guys want to talk about some lock and key maybe sure sure did you guys watch it or no i did i did did too i loved it that's just that's my fantastic yeah yeah um i'll start off by saying i think uh this show the performances of the the kid actors were so like next level great if the kid the kids are in probably 90% of of the scenes and if they weren't yeah. good the show wouldn't be good but i think they are all really fantastic so it makes uh you know their their personalities actually change a lot over the duration of the first season uh, and I think they do a great job of showing that, you know, that switch when, when things start to go bad and they, the characters get a little bit darker. I think they did a really good job. Mm. I, I would actually say the acting across the board, like we kept commenting on it, but not in like a, it wasn't like in an obvious way. You were just like, like their mom is such a good 
mom character like as an actress she plays it so well that you just feel like she's so maternal to these kids right like but also not in a cloying way or an overdone way and she has faults and there's like things that go wrong and like it just all was written and felt so which is a testament to if you've never read the books it's a testament to the to the actual original books they're written very well um uh and if you haven't read the books like i actually didn't get through all the trades but like highly recommend go pick them up they're super great art super good writing like easy to read you'll tear through them like without any issue whatsoever and i think they're all on prime reading for free right now if you have that um but but yeah i thought the acting across the board was like so nice i mean i I don't know i just thought it was like done well without any of it being over the top or any of it being like weird and kind of sticking out in a weird way intentions all seemed clear except for when you knew something was off or weird mm-hmm. um, we kind of put this show between should we like so lock and key if you haven't watched it at all or don't know anything about it whatsoever uh, it's a YA-ish horror sort of uh, comic book that Joe Hill who's Stephen King's son wrote um and put out on IDW I think and there's like six or seven trades that you can read right now that are all I think the series is completely done but it's they're all out at the moment uh, and this was turned into a Netflix show it's pretty close to the books it's not like super dead on there's there's stuff that's different um I want to say the Sam character had different stuff happen to him and different he might show back up I think though in more seasons um but there's it's it's worth doing both like it's not not a negative to do both but uh so it's like sort of this horror but it's not scary like it, the way i rated it is it sits between a series of unfortunate events and mm-hmm. or mis- or whatever and stranger things like okay. it's like right yeah. in the middle between those two series sort of yeah i would say that's a pretty great comp um particularly series of unfortunate events in that it's really very much driven by the kids really am like embracing the world that they are in which is what i liked i i hate when (laughs) when shows that incorporate like fantasy elements or sci-fi elements take the whole season for the characters to you know like acknowledge the existence or become friends with it and i loved that the kids were just immediately like oh this is cool and then every yeah. episode just builds on that yeah you're just um, using the keys and fucking around and like it, it yeah because why was, wouldn't you yeah that's how i felt is like, I was like yeah let's find what lock this goes right. to that's it moves so cool. very very quickly and like i i don't know i devoured the show and i felt like maybe like two nights just because it was like i got so like each episode is just fantastic and like you said it escalates and there's a lot of great twists and turns and a lot of the magic featured is really fun and really different and things that i haven't really seen before um and uh like you said i think uh even the performance of like the adults was was like really really solid and i i think i even tweeted this at the actress that plays their mom and and uh, she wrote me something back, but I think the portrayal of like an alcoholic parent was probably the mm-hmm. best best I've seen yeah. on screen. Um, you know, like as a as a kid of an alcoholic, knowing like exactly that scene where the kids are trying to figure out what was best for their mom. I don't want to spoil yeah. too much, but what's best for their mom, and you know, and her having that just like next level guilt about not being able to control herself mm-hmm. and not being able to control yeah. the disease. And um, I thought that was great. And I thought it was great that they took the time to have those scenes in this fantasy show where it wasn't necessarily integral to the plot, but it was, it was uh, made you love the relationship between these characters and the mother and, and, 
you know, and the children who are all grieving for different reasons. Uh, it just made it great. It was just great. That's yeah. Sort of handled in the same way that I feel like magicians handle stuff. Like it, it's not dealt with in this like weird um, plot. Like it, it's not dealt with as a thing that's driving plot or anything. It's just dealt with like this is a reality that we're all in. This is it. Well, although magicians does do that, but you know what I mean. This is a reality we're all in. This is a this is a thing that happens. Here it is presented very real and just kind of like how people would react to it and watching the kids parse realizing what's going on with their mom and like how they're going to handle it. And like watching all those scenes, I just was like, man, there's really not a moment here where they're like either pulling punches or like laying it on way too heavy. Like it just was portrayed in such like a normal, like, you know, ab- normal for what the abnormal thing is way. I thought that was really done well. And I think a lot of the kind of, you know, the grief that the son has and you watch him deal with this grief all the way through the series until towards the end, mm-hmm. uh, not grief, uh, guilt, sorry, the guilt that the son has, you know, through the whole series. There's just so much like internal narrative going on in these characters that they handled so well and the actors portrayed so well that I just felt, I don't know, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, it was, it was surprisingly done better than I thought it would be mm-hmm. just because it's such a weird comic like it's it's such a weird like mystical magic-y you know kind of aimed at kids comic that I I was like I don't know if this is going to play right or not but I, I thought they did such a such a great job so yeah. yeah I particularly loved the daughter's arc um mm-hmm. and and I think the reason why we're all you know identifying certain arcs is because there are they they deal with these things on a larger scale but smaller things that we've all experienced you know they're just you know enlarging it on the screen but i i agree that i feel like they never they were never irresponsible with the grief or the guilt it all felt very grounded and they didn't feel like plot points that were used just to dramatize right or have some kind of like dramatic filler which i feel like some young adult mystery genre can fall into it it becomes a little soap opery um yeah this felt much more grounded that was great for sure Super great. I, I thought, yeah, and her her storyline, the whole thing with her internal stuff, and then her and her little brother, like all those moments felt so like actual siblings dealing yeah. with each other. It, it, I don't know. I was really touched by it. I thought it, I thought they did such a good job. So I'm really glad you guys watched it and liked it too, because I've been yeah. yelling about this show to every other friend I <laughs> Me have. Me too. Like, oh, I didn't really watch it yet. I didn't really watch. And I'm like, it's oh, so freaking yeah. good. Yeah, I know. Watch it. I know it did well. It launched like right before they started actually rating the Netflix shows, like top ten film, top oh, ten yeah. TV shows, and it was in the top ten for a good month. So I know it, it did oh, really well. I haven't heard anything about season two yet, but I don't think they're announcing much with what's going on. I mean, I and, don't think anything's getting announced right now. Yeah. <laughs> in the world. Well, actually they did. They just announced uh love is blind season two. Oh, of course. <laughs> just so you guys are aware. <laughs> hey, Hey, did you watch it? Uh, did you watch it? I did not. No, I, no. I, 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 I did. I totally heard all did. about it. I, I totally can't, watched. I have an it's issue with reality TV so and that bad. I am, I need the Animal Crossing reality TV. Like, I'll do yeah. Great British Bake Off. I'll do Making It. I'll do reality TV where they support each other and like yeah. each other. I'll, the furthest I'll go is Drag Race because the drama there feels more entertaining. What I right. don't like about most reality TV is there's this feeling as an actor when you walk into an audition waiting room where there's a bunch of other actors who are putting on a performance 
for the other actor. Like, it's all fronting, mm-hmm. you know, you're putting on this, this face and you're enlarging your personality to try and like psych other people out or like just make yourself look better or ignore the anxiety that you're feeling. It's all very performative and very fake. And that's my least favorite part about walking into an audition waiting room. <laughs> and then reality TV is just that distilled on a screen <laughs> and I cannot stand it. It just like, it gets me all riled up. Yeah. So yeah, I need, I need the nice stuff. Have you, <laughs> I, I have a long list for you, but I'm only going to list one to not bore Ash. Have you watched grand designs ever? <laughs> yes. I uh, love it. The greatest. Oh, I love it so much. I, I, I fell upon that when I, you know, fell in love with the idea of building my own home. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, that's Man, a great I, Like positive reality tv i'm i'm all here for although i have watched some grand designs episodes where like the most heartbreaking things that ever did you see the one with the guy who got divorced in the middle of it no oh my god and they don't but it's so british and so grand designs they like don't even treat it as a (laughs) plot point he just like comes back and he's like checking in on this gorgeous grand designs about architecture and houses and and generally england but like uh ireland and and the surrounding european area sort of um but there's there's uh the scene where this guy's building this house and he is i think possibly a war veteran or something and he lost the use of his legs so he's in a wheelchair and he's designing this gorgeous like ada house like it's all everything's going to be set up for him so he can get around and cook for his daughters and all that stuff and they like cut back to him at the end they always come back and visit once the house is done and he comes back and he's like, oh, it's gorgeous. And he's, you know, he's all flowery about all the different parts of the house and how good it is. And then he goes, he goes, and of course, all of this is surrounding a bit of sad news for you. You got divorced during this. And he's like, yeah. And they're like, and your wife took the other house. And he's like, yeah, they took the other house. But my daughters come over and stay with me you know, every oh, other man. week and they really love it. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is happening? <laughs> But it was like not a negative thing in this world. It was just like a weird like we're just going to mention this and then move on. Yeah, exactly. See, I feel like if that were an American reality TV show, oh. they would have like stopped halfway through the show and like focused on him and had like that talking head monologue of him crying. And it's just like, yeah, oh, I understand that he has feelings and I sympathize. But... Yeah. Yeah, we're here to see the house. That's it. <laughs> we just want that. Guy. I can't remember just his name. Just give me we, a shot. We just want the house to talk about what the windows are and how like amazing the view is. <laughs> Grand design's great. Everybody should go watch it that show. Great, but... yeah. Good times. Well, uh, definitely everyone should watch Lock and Key if you're not already. And we'll keep our fingers crossed whenever new seasons of shows ever come out again. <laughs> Maybe we'll get season two of Lock and Key. Um, Let's quickly talk about Call of Duty Warzone, which is something I can't – I haven't played a Call of Duty since like maybe Modern Warfare 2. It's been a very long time mm-hmm. since I played a Call of Duty. But um, the the price tag of free and the fact that it's attached to Battle.net made me yeah. <laughs> just click the button. I was just like, well, I can't really go wrong here. Like it doesn't cost anything. I don't have to install really anything except for the title. But um, what, what were your – have you been playing a lot or – um yeah so i uh didn't know actually that it was a thing i had played a little bit of the most recent modern warfare because i was a juror on a a games awards um panel and so i had to um and i i actually enjoyed it a lot more than i thought i would Mm. um because i hadn't had that experience with previous call of duty games um but yeah, so I jumped into Warzone again because it was free and because my friends were playing it. And I right now I'll do anything to hang out with people online. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> Same. And I I definitely prefer the um the plunder mode which is so it's a battle royale game and your a plunder mode is essentially you're just trying to get uh, to a million dollars first um, and every time you kill someone you get a percentage of their cash and you're looting around and everything um, but that it moves so fast which I like I love fast games <laughs> fast mm-hmm. rounds so I don't just stew in how poorly I'm doing for too long um, and uh, as someone who doesn't know a lot about guns that's always my my number one when I jump into like PUBG or anything like that, I don't know guns. So when you shout a name of a gun and you say, that's a really good gun, I go, okay. And I'll never remember it. And I don't know anything, but this kind of game, I feel like I can go the whole round with just the one gun that I start with. Yeah. And I, and I can still do decently well. So I do like that the game feels fair in terms of me, someone who's not great at first-person shooters, but can still understand, have, you know, a general game sense um, and can enjoy it in that regard. So right. I feel like they did a good job of appealing to a, a wide range of players. Yeah, I agree. I agree 100%. Um, I, I played maybe at this point, maybe only three hours, give or take. Uh, I played these the solo drops where you basically mm. go in with 150 other players into a huge ass map and uh, try and see how long you can survive. It's like, yeah, it's like, you know, running man times 10. Um, it's, you know, it's, so- it's not dissimilar to, uh, to PUBG, but it's so nice and polished though. And everything, yeah. uh, a game moves very well. It's all very intuitive. You know, it stole so many ideas from so many other games, like the ping system mm-hmm. from Apex Legends. Yeah. You know, has the same you know type of you know looting as you know as as Fortnite. Um, thank God you don't and- have to build anything though. <laughs> <laughs> In the standard mode, though, I don't I I don't play a lot of battle royale games, but uh, the the concept of when you die being able to have like a one on one fight club like. Mm. option of getting back in the game that felt new to me i don't know if any other game has done something like that 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 is new um it's also i mean i i can't tell you how many times i i lost i think almost all of those except for one i've never gotten back in the game no (laughs) so so matt what they do is they drop you when you die they they drop you in the gulag if you die like within the first like minute probably not but if you die like maybe a couple minutes in you get dropped into a gulag and you get put in like a fight pit with someone else and both of you get one gun <laughs> both of you get one what? gun yeah and then like whoever survives the shootout gets to go back into the world and keep and keep playing uh wow. yeah so there's all sorts of like there's different cool stuff you can get along the way that kind of makes it interesting like you can get perks and you can get um like airdrop i'm saying all this wrong you're gonna get like airdrops where you can call in like airstrikes and drones yeah. and there's all sorts of shit you can pick up out there in the world and different guns with different rarities and uh different attachments like you know obviously scopes and silencers and all that stuff but i'm the same way it's like i don't like i know a little bit about guns just from playing call of duty but if you ask me like which is better like an uzi or an mp5 i'll be like i don't know they both shoot real fast like <laughs> well, like uh, i have no idea like you know yeah you know, so, but, um, you know, I was, I was, a lot of these, um, battle royale games are obviously free to play, but I was really impressed with this. Like I wasn't, when Apex came out, I bought the battle pass for that. Cause I was like, wow, this game is just fantastic. And Apex yeah. is good, but I was not yeah. good at Apex way yeah. too fast for yeah. me. I'm too slow now. I felt like this rewarded me for crawling on my belly and like waiting 
more than Apex. So like that's more my style of play. Like I had a, my first kill in Warzone. I'm so proud of it. I went in a house. I just like looked out the window of the house for like 20 minutes, just like watching people run around. I heard somebody open the door to the house with my nice headphones on. I waited. Then I threw a grenade out the window and it crashed through the glass. And he ran up the stairs and looked through the crack, the crack in the glass away from me. And then I shot him in the back. (laughs) And I was like, yes, it was amazing. I totally juked this guy and, and I stole all his stuff. And I was like, now I understand why people love this game. Um, yeah. So it's fun. Like I, I say, you know, Call of Duty Warzone, it's free to play. Uh, it, you know, I played on PC, really solid gameplay. You know, Activision's been doing it for a very long time. So they're, they're good at their making their Call of Duty games. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah, I would say I, the most fun I have is when I'm playing with a crew of people that I know, and we're all in Discord together and screaming at each other and you're making so, calls. You're so lucky. You're so lucky you have that. <laughs> I do not. I do not. I'm like alone, like laying on my belly in the roof of a house. Just no, like, hit me up, Ash. I got right. a, a cousin uh, that I play with. I play with my husband and my cousin, and my cousin has been playing Call of Duty games his entire life, uh, and he just carries us. Oh, like yeah. The first time I got first place was was with him. Nice. So come nice. join us. I'll, I'll come. <laughs> I'll be the, the belly laying guy. You guys could use me as a decoy. I was like, Ash, run across the field. <laughs> see, see if anybody's out there. I'll do it. I have no shame. Um, let's see. So what, do you want, what do you guys want to talk about next? I want to know what Grindstone is. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that a job? You, tra- you, both of you don't know what Grindstone is no. for real? No. Do you, is it just pure grinding in a game? No. Well, no. Uh <laughs> Uh, imagine having to do the same thing over and over and over again so, just so I've, been a, wow classic. I've been a pretty big uh, proponent of Apple Arcade I think when it launched on this podcast when it, so I think the last episode we recorded was whenever Apple Arcade launched <laughs> it's been a while <laughs> Um, but, uh, so Apple Arcade is a service that Apple launched for iPhone, iPad, and Apple TV. It's like five bucks a month. And then every game on there is free and there's no in-app purchases. There's no ads. There's nothing. So it's five bucks a month. You can download however many games you feel like downloading them, any one of those three platforms and play them. It's like any other service like Xboxes and whatever else. Everybody's got a, a game pass of some sort. Um, so they've put out a bunch of games. I think I talked about Cards of Darkness, which is a ridiculously good game on that on that platform. There's Overland is on there, which is a game I actually supported on itch.io or whatever and saw at PAX one year, which is also a fantastic game. Yeah. Uh, it's very good on Apple TV. Unless they've made tweaks, it's awful on the iPhone and mildly <laughs> playable on the iPad. It's just too much of like a grid kind of, mm-hmm. you know, finagle game with your fingers and stuff to play um but grindstone is this just <laughs> gore fest uh match three game where you play a guy who has to grind through um these like weird alien creatures inside of a mine and the more colors you connect the more bonusy things you get and there's like all these uh, like different kind of villain bosses and stuff that you have to fight against in each level. And each thing is sort of a puzzle mixed with a match three mixed with um, what's another good example mixed with, uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it's really a match three. Yeah. Uh, 
but it's it's just the artwork reminds me a lot of that Space Wizards tabletop game, Ash, if you remember oh, that. Yeah, I love it. So the artwork is fantastic. Uh, it's not Space Wizards. I think that's just what we call it for shorthand. It's like Battle Wizards of the mountain. something mountain, yeah. something, something, something. Um, so the artwork's really fantastic. The gameplay is, is like such a good like hook and such a smooth set of match three stuff. And I know match three doesn't seem maybe hard to pull off to some people, but like I've played bad ones where you're trying to do it on your phone and like you pick up your finger and something goes terrible or, you know, whatever it is, like you just, it's like a little harder to mess with. And this one is just so like buttery, buttery smooth when you're playing, it works so perfectly. And it's got like, uh, just a weird fun game loop and it was such a weird hook at the beginning that i didn't know if i was going to stick with it and i have since beaten the entire game so i've gone as far as i possibly can which i think is 150 levels or something like that or 200 levels some some number is large um but yeah i really just wanted to say that if you haven't done apple arcade if you have an iphone and an ipad and especially if you have an apple tv and you just want like a bunch of games that are fun you know, like sayonara wild hearts is on apple tv it's on all of them but again apple tv handles some of the games better than your ipad would probably be good too if you hook up a controller but i'm not good at the um soft controls like the soft d-pad and the buttons on screen and stuff like i'm really terrible at those games like I, my fingers barely ever work it correctly so uh, the games that work for me on phone and iPad are usually ones like Grindstone, Cards of Darkness. Um, there was like a Spaceland one that was sort of a StarCraftian game. Uh, but it's, I don't know, Grindstone is just super, super good. Such a good loop, such like a well done, well polished. And I think that's kind of what this Apple Arcade is. I'm a little disappointed, I will say, whatever, six months into Apple Arcade. Games don't come out super often. Uh, they're mm-hmm. coming out every week there'll be a few new games, but there isn't always something that I'm like really interested in. There's, I would say every three ish weeks, maybe maybe once a month, I'm like, Oh, that game looks super interesting. and I'll grab it. But I will say the first month was such a stellar launch of a service that there were probably, I mean, I don't know, 10 to 15 games in that first month that, that were all like top notch, really wonderful games for five bucks, you know? So if you've got these devices and you're sitting on them, you want some games to play. I will say that to me, it's worth the five bucks a month because I hate in-app purchase loops. I hate, you know, mm-hmm. time time gems and ads splattered across the page while you're trying to play something. They really bother me on a level that like it's hard. I'd rather just pay for stuff and paying for a service where they're paying the producers of the games and the games seem to be coming out in regular clip. So far, everything I've read, most of those producers seem pretty happy with Apple's deals that they're giving them. So I assume. Apple's taking their, you know, 300 billion in cash on hand and just giving some of it to gamers and or, or game developers and and making them go like from what I've heard there were like no rules. Like the guys who made Grindstone and the guys who made Cards of Darkness had both made relatively successful mobile games before that. And they did an interview where they were like, "Yeah, Apple just came and gave us some money and said, "Please make a game for our service." And then left. It was like, it could be basically anything. They were like, we just got to make whatever game we thought was great. And we really got to focus on like game mechanic and, and art and all the stuff that you want the game to be good for. And Grindstone's a really prime example of that. So that's cool. It's a match, yeah. match three, super heavy on gore. It's super funny. It's really well playable. Uh, I, but I recommend it really heavily. If you if you haven't played arcade yet, now's the perfect time to get a free month of arcade. <laughs> yeah, I, I signed up for it um, uh, late last year. 
Um, and I haven't really been checking in on it regularly, but two games that I played on it that like blew my mind, uh, assemble with care, which is really good. It's, it's little puzzly. Um, but the narrative is the, the story and the voiceover. Actually, I was amazed that this game paid for voiceover. It made me very happy. It was great. (laughs) Um, and then Over the Alps, which is very kind of like 80 Days-esque. Oh, it's okay. so good. It's really, really good. It's very, it's like, um, uh, I don't know what the genre is called, but it's um, like an interactive book, basically. Yeah. You, you're okay. reading everything. There's not much animation, but it's more about the choices that you're making. Um, and it was really, really phenomenally made. That's cool. awesome. Yeah. yeah it- it really seems like they've built a service to encourage game makers to just make a really good version of a thing. And it doesn't yeah. like grindstone's the kind of game that if this were uh, sort of pay to play or advertising or something, they would just make levels forever. It'd be a game you would never beat. You would just continually grind through level after level after level. You'd earn new art. And there's also armor and weapon mechanics and stuff you can unlock as you go through the game. But like, having it be like oh yeah we just made 150 levels and they're all really fine-tuned and they all play really well and there's all these interesting dynamics like it's just such a breath of fresh air on mobile gaming i feel like and that's yeah. that's kind of but there's also like mini motorways um man oh, I, I, I don't that. Yeah, that game so mini motorways and patterns if you want relaxing games right now mini motorways and patterns are two of the most relaxing games i've ever played in my life patterns is literally um like if you took a really easy puzzle and mixed it with like coloring books and just (laughs) made these kind of beautiful patterns out of these like tiles that you lay out and that's that's the game like there's no other game mechanic (laughs) so that's really good and then what the golf is also super fun if you've never played that it's a just a bonkers physics game where you're you are sort of playing golf but not really it's kind of everything is the golf so it's a lot of good games too many yeah. too many yeah. i want to i want to hear about uh the newest gaming by color which i was surprised you were doing again because it seemed like a lot of work but i guess it's a good time to do it which you're doing yeah. again yeah so uh a brief uh re-explanation there is it it is a totally nonsense thing that i'm doing where i play a different game every day based on the like predominant color of the game's cover art, which obviously has nothing to do with what type of game it is or how good the game is. But um, it was something I did to help kind of convince myself to stop playing the same games every day, which I'm particularly inclined to do right now being quarantined at home. Um, And also to play games that have been that I purchased and it's it's just sitting in my library staring at me and I know I'll enjoy them. And for some reason I'll click overwatch instead. (laughs) So this is just a good way to kind of force myself out of my comfort zone in terms of games. And the last time I did it late last year, I ended up discovering a bunch of games that I knew I would love and I did love them. Um, And it helps me kind of like learn about what I enjoy as a gamer. I've kind of zoned in on, on, I, you know, I've learned I'm not great at platformers, so I tend to not enjoy them as much, but if the story is compelling enough, sometimes I'll suffer through it. Um, case in point, um, one that I played on my red day was my memory of us, which is technically a platformer. Um, but it, uh, is very much story driven and is kind of, like an, an alternate worlds world war 
<laughs> World War II, um, but against Nazis or, or Nazi robots instead of Nazi humans. Mm-hmm. Um, and it deals with you as the player, a young kid, and your friend who gets painted red, which is kind of, you know, the, the version of getting thrown into an internment camp. And so you're helping her and her grandpa and... Um, fighting robots and it's very simple and fun and it doesn't you know take itself too seriously but at the same time playing that game while in quarantine and feeling lonely and sad um was actually really nice and um i mean the game's main theme is basically the importance of connection and in times of strife um which couldn't have been more relevant yeah um and then uh i played what was it? A short hike yesterday for Orange, um, which is kind of like um, it's kind of actually like Animal Crossing meets Firewatch. Okay. Um, it's beautiful pixel art style. Um, you have similar things. You're basically just trying to hike up a mountain, but in order to do so, you need to complete certain objectives. Um, so you do you get a fishing rod, you get a shovel, you get a pickaxe, you're, you know, same kind of deal like that. Um, but that also has a really nice, um, narrative to it in that you're hiking it to get cell reception and you don't really know why your character needs cell reception. And I won't spoil it, but it's a very heartwarming tale. And when I finished it, you get to fly down the entire island that you just hiked up. And it was like, I, it felt meditative. It was just so calming (laughs) and lovely. And you get to see all the hard work that you did to get there. Um, so I love that. Yeah, and then the first one I did actually for Pink was Jackbox Party Pack 6, which is crazy to me that there have been six of these. Um, But if you're not familiar with Jackbox, um, they make basically just like little, little like tiny bite-sized mini games for you to play with other people normally it's um you're all sitting in front of a tv and you use your cell phones as your controllers but because we're all in quarantine i did this with my family remotely so we all logged into zoom and then i shared my screen so we could see and hear each other but we could also see the main game screen and it was really fun that's super Um, clever trivia stuff yeah trivia stuff um little quiz quizicals there was one game that's basically like discovering who the alien is which was very akin to just being in the thing <laughs> which was great <laughs> i was the alien and i convinced my entire family that it was my husband it was fantastic uh, <laughs> that's awesome that's super yeah. fun so what colors do you have left to do and do you know what you're playing yet yeah so today was yellow and i played uh slay the spire which was a game everyone had been telling me it's i would good. love and i was just like yeah i don't know and then i of this <laughs> yeah um so that was fantastic tomorrow's green um and i think i'm gonna play um oh i'm forgetting the name yes your yes your what's it called yes it's not yes your majesty yes your highness yes oh. yes my king something like that <laughs> oh no majesty uh, is it yes Isn't your it? majesty well we'll look I it up could just look it yeah. up we yeah. have to be accurate um, yeah <laughs> Uh, but that's been on my wish list for a while. I don't own it, but um, but I've been following it for a while. So I'm excited about that. Yes, um, Your Grace. Yes, Your Grace. Thank you. I knew it was something well. royal. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so then green and then blue, purple, and then black. Um, and I'm not, haven't totally decided what I'm doing there yet. Normally, my method is just to like open up every gaming device I have and scroll through my library in wow. the like, 
the gallery <laughs> mode and just like look at what colors there are. That's so yeah. fun, though. That's it's not cool. very scientific. <laughs> and where where can the listeners uh, look for your social? Because you you post this up on your social channels, like once you're all done and everything. So where can folks find you? Yeah, uh, I post it on Twitter, which is Aaron underscore Yvette. Um, and I'm the same username on Instagram where I put it in my stories. Um, but yeah, I mean, at the end, I like to do a little, you know, postmortem and figure out kind of what this whole week kind of did for me. And I can guarantee that at the end of this, it's going to be that I felt more connected, <laughs> less lonely, yeah. um, and, you know, just more calm. Because that's definitely what each game has done for me. It's just given me two, three hours of just yeah. focused It's good to time. Turn, turn the brain off for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. It's been really nice. Well, yeah. let's, uh, let's take a quick break and uh, come back with a tiny bit of news. And we also had some questions we asked the community, just kind of what everyone's been up to during this weird time. So we'll, we'll check in some community responses too. But let's take a quick uh, couple second intermission and grab <laughs> some more Nutty Bars and come back with some news. <laughs> Do you guys actually need any any break? Well, I'm okay if you guys are. If you need a break, i internet's I'll take one. good. <laughs> yeah. <So. laughs> All right. I am good as well. All right, I, I will. Uh, will not do a break then. It's all good. Um, all right, we are back, and we're going to talk a little bit about some news. This is a, a very light news section because there's not too much going on in the world of entertainment right now. There's more yeah. pressing, pressing matters going on in the world. Uh, there are there are some things kind of relating to uh, the coronavirus, but it does look like uh, a lot of the games, the bigger games that are coming out in March and April, are still. Uh, coming out they haven't been delayed so final fantasy 7 remake is one of the ones that they went on record saying no it's still coming out when it's supposed to come out although physical copies may not be available for obvious reasons Uh, that seems to be the general gist with a lot of these titles Um, a lot of them were about to go gold or have already gone gold and so at least uh, digital copies are going to be available uh, I did see some some funny. I'm using finger quotes when I say funny stuff on on Twitter that people were and their Animal Crossing copies didn't come for like four or five days later than they were supposed to, um, and people were pissed. I bet <laughs> people were pissed. They're like, "This is ridiculous! I've waited so long for this." I'm like, "Okay, there's a good reason why your copy yeah. of Animal Crossing people is are not... getting diapers for their babies right now." Yeah, like this is. A little more important, and just get the digital copy. I know you want your yeah. physical copy, but it just takes a couple seconds. Just click the thing. Anyway, so that's that's my rant about that. I just thought that was interesting that we are seeing a lot of delays in entertainment, so a lot of shows um, are are stopping production. Like I just saw Walking Dead finale, which had been filmed, but they were in post on that. They uh, could not finish post-production on that for one reason or another yeah. because of, uh, I guess, lack of access to the computers that needed or whatever they needed to do. Yeah. In or post. if they need to do pickup shots or whatever. Right. They're right. Screwed. Yeah. Same with supernatural finale is going to be put off till the, re- the end of the year. I uh, saw that yes. today as well. So there's a lot of shows that are being uh, paused at this point, but games seem to be trucking along. Although we will see, mm-hmm. you know, you'll, you'll definitely see some delays later on in the year as this kind of trickles down. So yeah. I will say that, um, there's lots of TV out there, though. So if you've been needing to catch up mm-hmm. on watching stuff, now yeah. is a decent time to figure that out. The other thing I wanted to tack onto this is that, I don't know, 
about your community, Aaron, but I know that like I do a lot of improv and comedy out here and the music. I'm tied to a bunch of musicians and stuff. And man, like you really can't shut off that creative valve for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And if you are bored or interested or feel like seeing what all this stuff is about, like there are a crazy amount of like improv shows happening over, you know, Twitch and stuff and like sketch comedy and there's musicians just streaming stuff. Uh, Scott sent us in Slack and he's one of my favorite artists, but Ben Gibbard from, uh, from death cab for cutie has been doing these like super intimate, like essentially living room sessions every day at 7 PM. He gets on and he plays for an hour and he takes questions and he answers stuff and he talks about how the songs were made. And like, for me, that's really great because it's just such a quiet, like, I can kind of just get on my computer and like watch Ben Gibbard play and it's so nice and relaxing, but you know, for as as much bad news about some of this entertainment stuff, I do feel like a lot of the creative community is, is figuring out what this hopefully short term is. And like, what do you do for the next month or two months or three months? Yeah. You know, when, when you're not playing live shows or you're not able to produce new TV shows, like what is the rest of it? So I would say look for it if you can, but. For sure. Yeah, there are some um, voice actors, particularly in uh, from animation, who have joined together to read um, children's storybooks yeah. very much in character um, every morning, um, which has been really fun to watch. Um, but yeah, I know a lot of people are creating their own work um, because you're right. It's really hard to shut off yeah. that that creative input, which is, I think, <laughs> very much why we're seeing so many celebrity meltdowns happening oh, yeah, on for sure. Twitter. Yeah. Not not in, in, in like a, a bad way, but, you know, like, why is Madonna suddenly making, you know, <laughs> diary videos. content videos oh, boy. Weird Al's Guys. out on his balcony playing, yeah. you know, classical music on his accordion. It's was just... it Patton Oswalt did comedy to his his uh yeah. backyard or whatever yeah what else yeah. are you gonna do watching yeah. shows like the daily show and stuff now um you know and, and the late late show it's it's crazy to see you know without how funny these guys still are and how great the writers are and everything without the the audience and the glitz literally yeah. just like them talking into their webcams and that is the <laughs> show we're seeing it's so unbelievable and strange it's such a weird time to watch live content you know have you have yeah. like savannah guthrie like in her fucking living room doing the you know the, the today show in the morning it's just like <laughs> what is going on like it's yeah. just so so weird but anyway we could talk about this for a whole nother show yeah i just wanted to throw out there that like with all this news about entertainment slowing down all this stuff there is so much new weird stuff going on that it's if it you know is part of your wheelhouse you should check it out there's probably somebody who does a thing that you are really excited about or love doing a thing online right now for free most likely for yeah. whatever you're doing like it's insane so it's yeah. actually a, a good segue into your news content matt oh sure yeah i just wanted to talk uh, really briefly because i realized that people might be missing some of this stuff but i would say some of the you know hopefully air quotes better companies out there are taking advantage of this in a way that is good and positive for the community. Is that a good way to put this? Um, but there's a bunch of companies who basically announced like, hey, we realize this is going to be a weird point in your life and you're going to have a lot of weird free time on your hands possibly or just a lot of time that you was taken up with other things. Here's some stuff we're going to put out and help you, you know, maybe do that thing you've always wanted to do that you aren't sure how to do or whatever it is. So the ones were at the top of my list were um, Unity, actually made all of their premium learning free right now for like, I think it's like three months or something along those lines. So 
all of their premium courses. Unity is already free to go download and, and use their community edition to build video games, but now you can go on and do all their learning courses for free, which is actually pretty cool if you've ever been interested in making a video game. I can tell you from our side of things, Unity is probably responsible for like, I'm going to riff 90% of the indie games that get made in general. Uh, it is a giant, 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 giant platform and building platform for video games. Um, and if you know it, it's very good to know. So premium learning on that stuff's really good. Um, Moog, which is a keyboard company along with Korg, who's also a keyboard company, put out two free, uh, iPad and iPhone apps. Um, and they're not like, oh, they made these weird dinky versions of their stuff. Moog put out their newest keyboard synth keyboard for free. And I think it's like a $15 app usually on iPad and it is amazing sounding looking it works just like any other Moog keyboard it's really really awesome and then Korg put out this thing called the chaosolator which is like a weird pad that does like weird dj things it's pretty pretty fun um affinity which makes some of my favorite apps they do a photo editing app and a design app they also have like a like an indesign publishing app and i think an illustrator app as well um all of their apps across mac ipad and windows are all going 90 days free um, so you can pick up any one of their apps and use it for 90 days, no purchase required. Or if you want to just buy it and own it, all of their apps are 50% off right now. So if you've ever wanted to get into drawing or photo editing, Affinity makes like top, top-notch stuff. Uh, they're really good. And then Code Academy is a web coding course. And all their stuff's generally free, but they're actually also giving out uh, 10,000 scholarships to students who suddenly aren't doing school anymore, which includes high school and college, I think, that want to do their pro courses, which is a full suite of like learning how to build an entire web app and stuff from front to back. Um, they're giving out 10,000 scholarships for that for free for Code Academy. Wow, that's too. awesome. I don't remember the the actual application process, but I think you basically just like put in your age and who you are and you know what school you're at or whatever, and it goes from there. But um, And then there's also a bunch of kids programming on like Amazon Prime and mm-hmm. PBS app and I think... Somebody else dropped their paywall too for a bunch of kids programming. And like you said, uh, Aaron, there's there's a lot of like kids book readings going on right now on Instagram Live and on Facebook and stuff that are all really cool and great if you suddenly find yourself with a kid at home that you did not have at home previously. <laughs> I, think, I think that is, uh, is really good stuff. But I, I just really love all these kind of things because to me it's like, you know, don't put it on yourself that you have to make the next best game. But if you've always thought about toying around with games, this is really kind of cool. You can go download Unity and just take some of the courses without having to invest any money whatsoever into it, you know. Yeah. Um, and then Affinity stuff, like if you've, ever, if you've ever wanted to tinker with like illustration and drawing, their Illustrator app is fantastic. And like throw it on your iPad or get it on your Windows computer and start tinking around with it and see what you can create for fun. You know, who cares? Like if this is time you have, so use it. Very yeah, cool. I just wanted to highlight those things. I think Adobe Creative Suite is also um, offering like an extended trial period for students. Um, so just having the game or having the software for free for a little bit longer than they would normally offer it. And I think maybe also some like discounts on the licensing fees for cool. for others. But um, but yeah, especially if you're a student, I think yeah. taking advantage of all these deals is really yeah. Really and good. it's just like it's all creative stuff to me, which is always like do it you know go write some stuff make some things it's crazy um this is the time where matt gets to take a nap gets to close his eyes i'm excited to talk about going old with my blitzkrieg okay we're gonna talk we're gonna talk about overwatch Overwatch (laughs) 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 um so the the final 
new hero for Overwatch is about to be released uh, before Overwatch becomes Overwatch 2. Uh, the yep. hero is called Echo. It is a DPS hero. Uh, what are your initial thoughts on Echo? I, I like, I can't, I can't believe her alt. Her it's ultimate ridiculous. is basically she just clones. She becomes like any, anybody on, is it only the enemy team or is it anyone? Uh, only the enemy team. Enemy team. Yeah. She just becomes that character and can build their ultimate, their ultimate super yeah. fast and yeah. then can use their ultimate. Yeah. <laughs> and it like, I feel like she's going to get nerfed so fast because that just seems so crazy OP to like, me. But why would you ever it. choose anybody but her? Like, yes! it's so ridiculous. Like oh. they did some tests on the PTR and they were able to get, um, five Hanzo ults off. Yeah. Dur- during her ult. Five Oh, ults. during one? During one, one Echo. So Echo oh, yeah. cloned Hanzo and then did his ult five times. Yeah, that can't exist. <laughs> that just can't. That like, can't exist. What is that? <laughs> so anyway, her design, I think, is spectacular, though. She can kind of fly. She's got some really cool range power. She's got, like, a sticky bomb and, like, some really mm-hmm. crazy death ray that, like, melts people if they're at below Yeah, it looks like a health. mini Moira ult or something. Yeah, yeah. And the, just the design of the character is really, really pretty. You saw her in yeah. uh, the McCree movie that came out last year. I think maybe even two years ago at this point. I don't even know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, she looks fantastic. I'm not a DPS player, but I can see myself uh, picking her, not only because her kit looks super fun, but also because I play a lot of mystery heroes, so I know how to play every single character. That's so, great. So that's not a, a barrier that I have to really uh, leap over. I could be like, okay, I can clone any of these people and know what the heck i'm doing at least at a middling level (laughs) not at a pro level but like i can you know i know how to use them so uh but she looks super fun and i think it's interesting that they're they're going on record saying that this is the last uh this is the last character we'll see before overwatch 2 do you think we're going to see overwatch 2 this year i don't think so no uh i mean i think i think games are still being made right now but there is so much that can't happen um, remotely. And I think everything has to happen slower when you're doing it remotely mm-hmm. um, because you're by yourself and, and, and to collaborate. If you have a question, it's not just walking over to someone's desk. It's popping into Slack and hoping they see it, you know? And, mm-hmm. um, and I, and at least as a voice actor, I know that no one can do mocap right now. No one's going to go put on a suit that someone else wore recently. Um, and we can't, we technically aren't supposed to leave our homes to go to a studio to record. It's not considered essential. So that's not something we're supposed to do. Right. Um, and a game as large as Overwatch isn't going to have a, a voice actor record from home. It's just not as conductive and as efficient as having right. someone in the studio. So at least from that perspective, I just don't, if, I'm assuming not all of that is completed yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't see it happening anytime soon. And that's also a very um, pessimistic look because I also just don't think this thing's going to be over as quickly as a lot of people think it's going to be. Uh, I'm, that's, I'm that's there with a you. prediction for maybe a, a different topic. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't see it coming out this year. But um, I mean, that said, I think Echo is going to be really fun to watch pros play. I think, like like you were saying, it takes a lot of finesse on all characters to be able to play her effectively um and i think like watching a pro play sombra or or you know a really good Widowmaker or something it's just like it's someone who can make 
a normal game of Overwatch suddenly like the most entertaining thing possible. So I yeah. look forward to the <laughs> the league games that will be taken uh, that will be broadcast remotely. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> where yeah. pros are playing Echo. I think that'll be really yeah. Fun. They're already doing like I saw some pro skirmishes with her just on YouTube, and um, they're doing crazy shit like flying in the air, building your alt turning into Reinhardt while you're like a mile in the sky. So you're like a, a falling Reinhardt bomb. And so you land and swing your hammer a couple of times and it only takes like one hammer swing basically to get your alt charged. And hell? so then you could earth shatter like behind enemy lines and then you swing a couple more times and have enough for a second earth shatter. <laughs> it's like, what is this? It's That's so, crazy. it sounds so broken, but it's going to be, it's going to be at least interesting. So, yeah. I mean, Matt's face, he's just like amazed <sighs> at all of this. You can't believe it. Guys, Echo sounds incredible, and I can't wait to alt into the alt for Byron. <laughs> kill everybody you know wow. it's gonna be crazy that has the scoop on the next hero byron Damn. byron <laughs> oh my gosh look if you don't know you don't know oh, man. Uh, this is totally totally my my son just like makes up weird words all the time and so he was mixing uh rice and cheese and beans tonight in like a, a bowl and he looks at my wife and goes this is my hymen demon. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> and then you sat him down and explained No, to no. Him. And of course, I start <laughs> dying laughing. And he thinks that me laughing is the best thing ever. So he says yeah. hymen demon about 500 times. And my wife is like, you need to tell him to stop saying hymen demon. <laughs> And of course, I don't tell him stuff. Yeah, so. he's gonna go back to school, and they'll be like, "What'd you learn during homeschooling?" And I'll be like, "Well, let me tell you." These, these, these beans—they're <laughs> called hymen demons. <laughs> I don't even know how he knows what a demon is. I've never shown him anything demon-related, so it must just be in his blood. But who knows? <laughs> anyway, that's what I've been doing for the past, you know, eleven days. Yeah, <laughs> you're a hero. Yeah, good times. Um, let's see. So, uh, Aaron, you want to talk about this game dev world GDC? Yeah. So, um, so game dev world is, uh, a totally digital online gaming conference that started last year. Um, essentially it, it's very akin to, to GDC, but it takes place online and is, um, live translated into several different languages. So it's very much for the international dev who either can't afford to travel to GDC or has no interest in it, um, but offers kind of the same panels, talks, meetup, uh, digital meetups, so on and so forth. Anyways, um, when GDC canceled and a lot of people um, were left with the financial burden of their tickets, of their exhibition costs, of whatever couldn't be refunded, um, Game Dev uh, stepped up and said that they were going to host a fundraiser in order to... Um, help people recoup those costs, especially indie devs. Uh, so their fundraiser fundraiser is taking place uh, next week, uh, or I guess technically end of this week, uh, March 28th through April 3rd online. You can go to gamedev.world and um, learn more about it. Um, but I, in addition to just being great admirers of them, I will also be helping out in that we will be doing a, a live stream of a Jackbox party game with oh, a no. bunch of other voice actors. Um, so we'll all be getting real goofy on a stream awesome <laughs> awesome that's gonna be fun I, I, i'm totally gonna check that out that sounds like an awesome adventure 
Yeah. That'll be that'll be silly. Well, cool. Let's take a, a two second break and come back with our uh, question of the week, which was, uh, "What are you doing to pass the time during this strange and unusual moment in history?" <laughs> Let us know, and we got some responses to that. So we'll answer that when we come right back. Uh, we are back with our question of the week. And that was, once again, what are you going to do to pass the time during this strange, unusual moment in history? And our first response was from Haggis McHaggis. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for always replying, Haggis McHaggis. I don't think Haggis McHaggis has ever missed a question of the week in 10 years. That's great. How yeah. often you get to say Haggis McHaggis. I know. I really, I want to meet Haggis McHaggis one day. Uh, Haggis McHaggis says, ignoring my pile of shame and playing Dragon Age. My God. There's a lot of people that always just in our timeline that are just still playing Dragon Age on repeat. Uh, and my TTRPG games have moved to online. Mine so. too. We have yeah. a work one that we play nice. D&D and it moved to... Uh, we tried Roll20, but it's like mostly just us on Zoom. Our games don't actually have a lot of uh, physical like tabletopness to it. <laughs> it's kind of just five people improving around a table for like that an hour and awesome. a half. That's so it's fun. pretty fun. But yeah, uh, we've also moved ours online. I've heard a lot of people have moved online because they can't be in person with each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I get the Dragon Age thing because like I'm rewatching The Office and it just makes me feel good. Yeah. Like, you know, like there's just something homey and nice about watching The Office while I'm working or something and being like, oh, yeah, what a nice. I remember yeah. those times. They were so Cons- nice. Yeah. Consuming familiar content, I agree, is very yeah. soothing right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robert Fremering, Mr. Slick says, managing my town, managing my town on my lunch break. I work retail so at least I can work and make money. Electronics department is in a grocery store, so I'll be employed at least. And people need stuff to work from home and stay entertained. So it's been busy when home I'll rip and tear demons and doom. Yeah. Man. I haven't picked up Doom yet. Did you guys play Doom yet or no? No, I hear it's no. great. I hear it's great. I yeah. also hear it's great, but I, I just don't think I'm mentally in a place where I can play that game. <laughs> so, so I think it will actually have me descend into madness. Same, same here. I don't think Doom, is, Doom is not great for the psyche right now. As much yeah. as I would love to play it, like it, it's like uh, I couldn't imagine just like ripping shredding yeah. people. To- <laughs> I mean, maybe it's super cathartic, but I'm, maybe, I'm worried. No. I'm worried for sure. Yeah. Aaron, you want to read this one? Yeah. Uh, so Emily M. also is playing Animal Crossing, and she's taking virtual dance classes. That's awesome. That is so cool. That is oh, so yeah. cool. I've seen a lot of people doing, like, virtual dance parties every day to try and stay up and stay active and, you know, see their friends on Zoom. There's just, like, tiled photos of 20 people in their friends' groups just doing little dances. But taking classes and, and learning seems so cool. That is very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Um, Falcon Lord five says the same thing I do every night. Pinky try to take over the world or read <laughs> or play video games or write. Same thing, really. So he's just hanging out. You know, I genuinely feel like I feel really bad for people that have no one and have no pets right now. Like that would be yeah. really, really, really rough. Like I imagine myself like in my early twenties when I had, I just had an, like a, a smaller apartment with no animals and no significant other. And it's just like, if I w- sat in that apartment for a month, I don't know what the hell would have happened no, to me. Oh man. I'm doing so much That's porn. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking it'd be a great time to be a, a, 
an owner of a oh yeah porn it would have just been, of some sort just, yeah. aw- <laughs> just awful come out with like this scraggly like nasty mustache and beard it's like totally as pale as humanly possible just, like... a weird that's thing just, to, to promote that's just in me that after case. every winter yeah. <laughs> i ran out, i ran out of tissues Sunlight. three weeks ago <laughs> oh, Jesus. probably the stores will run out of tissues so you better conserve it's awful. um but I do know this is a weird thing to promote because it has nothing to do with games. But um, a lot of shelters are looking for foster homes for pets yeah. because they're unable to unload. The adoptions have just completely stopped. Um, and in my opinion, if you're if you're a renter and you're not supposed to have animals in your apartment, as if you're paying rent right now, you are allowed to do whatever you want in your apartment. Hey, even That's if you're not, of my opinion. Have lifted evictions, so go for it. Yes, seriously, it's unbelievable. Uh, I agree. My my downstairs neighbor actually adopt or not adopted, but fostered two dogs during this, and she's I think alone. Although I think she had a roommate, but then she referred to something about not having a roommate. And I don't know what that meant, but uh, we're not going to worry about it. Um, Caroline Rose at Captain Caroline says got addicted to Spin XD and started streaming and Twitch again. Now yes. I definitely didn't have to look up this game because I'm also hip and cool, oh. but I think it's Spin Rhythm XD, which is like a Guitar Hero esque mouse and keyboard game. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's cool. Looks fun. If it's yeah, not ha- it's something else, then I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I looked it up and Google's like, did you mean to type in Sphinx? Sphinx? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, I did not. I got addicted uh, to Sphinxes. Oh, God. Uh, actually, it's uh, Sphinges. Sphinges? Yeah. Are I'm not pulling- kidding. Oh. <laughs> Sphinx. I'm gonna look it up. Actually, plural. I think it's ridiculous. Is it really sphinges? <laughs> it's something. Yeah, sphinges. S F S P H I N G E S. Wow. I know wow. that because I worked for Campo Santo uh, when they were beginning okay. development on In the Valley of Gods, oh. and that became a very important piece of knowledge. Oh. Sphinges. So you saw. Um, we can't talk about this anyway. I want to. I want to play. I want to play that. <laughs> well, game. I honestly, I know nothing because they've okay. been at Valve for so long, and once they went to Valve, I, I, I lost my privileges. Okay, I, I just really wanted to play that game. So, you will one day. One day. I, I have. I have faith. I have faith. Yeah. Well, guys, we did it. We recorded episode three forty nine. Yeah. It's amazing. Uh, thank you guys for listening all the way through. This was a, a nice chunky episode and we hope everyone is doing good out there. Honestly, feel free to reach out to any of us, uh, anytime during this weird time we're uh, sitting at our computers and would happily talk to you guys about anything you want to talk about. So yeah. you're going to reach out on Especially Twitter. Sphinges. <laughs> sphinges. sphinges. Ask me all your spingy <laughs> questions. <laughs> I'm all ears on sphinges. I was trying to get all heartfelt. You had to bring up the sphinges again. <laughs> I don't remember. It was too who, much. I don't remember who posted this. I want to say it was Mylin, but they were like, "You were either into Egypt or oh, what was the other thing? Dinosaurs in elementary school, but not both." And I was Egypt. Oh, you were Egypt. I like literally was only into Egypt and not dinosaur. I was like kind of tangentially into dinosaurs, yeah. but like super into Egypt. I was a dino kid, but yeah, I think yeah. you're right. Yeah. That happens. Yeah, I started dino and transitioned into Egypt once that became part of my elementary school curriculum. I was yeah. Like, this is dope. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I just remember thinking like, Horus is cool as shit. Yeah. It was. <laughs> yeah. Egypt's pretty cool as shit. Um, anyway, so you guys can find us on Twitter at Nerd Appropriate. 
Uh, you can email us directly at nerds at nerdappropriate.com. And, you know, uh, maybe in a week or two, we'll be back with episode 350. What? What are we going to do for 350? Who knows? Nothing special. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> we'll see you next year. Uh, uh, Aaron, where can people find you? And do you have anything to plug? <laughs> Uh, uh, I don't have anything I can talk about right now. There actually are some things that I'm in that will be released this year, which is very exciting. But for the most part, I've a lot has been delayed. Um, but you can find me on Twitter and Instagram again at E R I N underscore Y V E T T E or at sphinges dot com. <laughs> we better buy that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, buy I'm, it scared, right now. I'm scared to go to sphinges dot com. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm literally purchasing this domain. Hold on. Yeah, Hold on. he's going to do it. This is what Matt does. Every time he hears a, a word he it likes. Does. Yeah, no one has sphinges.com. Matt well, does. Well, somebody there. does in a second. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he does. Not kidding. Oh, no, somebody does have it. Oh, it's already registered. Bummer. I can get, I can get dot us. Sphinges <laughs> <laughs> dot us. <laughs> oh my lord alright you guys have a good one and we will see you next time bye bye, bye.